Live from NPR News, I'm Jack Spear. President Biden kicks off his first foreign trip in Europe at an Air Force base in the United Kingdom. As NPR's Franco Ordonez reports, Biden told cheering service members America is back and ready to lead again. Biden told troops at Royal Air Force Base in Mildenhall, England, that he would be meeting with Democratic allies to work on global problems, such as preparing for the next pandemic and addressing the impacts of climate change. At every point along the way, we're going to make it clear that the United States is back and democracies of the world are standing together to tackle the toughest challenges and the issues that matter most to our future. Biden will be attending the Group of Seven meetings in nearby Cornwall. He will then join leaders at the NATO summit in Brussels before heading to Geneva for a sit-down with Russian President Vladimir Putin. Franco Ordonez, NPR News, Cornwall, England. It wasn't just hundreds of thousands of people in the U.S. who died of COVID-19 last year. Health experts say it was also a high mortality year for a variety of other ailments, ranging from heart disease to diabetes. And experts believe one of the reasons may have been many people who suffered dangerous health symptoms simply refused to go to the hospital for fear of developing COVID-19. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention cited a notable increase in those kinds of deaths. The death toll from COVID-19 is approaching 600,000, according to the Johns Hopkins Coronavirus Tracking Site. But nearly 3.4 million Americans died last year from various causes, a record high. In Texas, Joint Base San Antonio-Lackland went on lockdown today after reports that shots were fired off base and aimed at the installation. Texas Public Radio's Carson Frame reports authorities are still trying to locate a crime scene and confirm exactly what happened. The initial statement from the base said two suspects fired into an area where trainees were and then fled on foot. Lieutenant Colonel Brian Loveless with the 802nd Security Forces Squadron at Lackland says he's had solid reports that two gunshots were fired into the installation. We're trying to investigate a couple of leads right now to confirm gunshots actually did take place on the installation. Now I'm happy to report that No matter what happened, no injuries have been reported. The base is no longer on lockdown as base officials and local law enforcement continue to investigate. For NPR News, I'm Carson Frame in San Antonio. China is criticizing a U.S. bill aimed at boosting American competitiveness in the technology sector as a thinly veiled attack on China. China's Foreign Affairs Committee issuing a scathing statement denouncing the measure on the grounds that part of the bill also expresses support for Taiwan, the self-governing island democracy China has claimed as its own territory. Major U.S. stock market indices lost ground today. The Dow down 152 points to 34,447. The Nasdaq was down 13. This is NPR. TC Energy, the backer of the contentious Keystone XL pipeline project, has apparently had enough and now said it's pulling the plug on the project. The announcement comes after Canadian officials failed to persuade the Biden administration to reverse its plans to cancel the company's permit. Construction of the 1,200-mile pipeline to transport oil from Canada's oil sands to the U.S. began last year when President Trump revived the stalled project. The company says it will work to terminate and exit the partially built project safely. The Metropolitan Museum of Art is agreeing to send three contested artworks home to Nigeria. Bronzes are among many displayed in Western collections that may eventually be repatriated. More from NPR's Ned Ulubi. Hundreds of years ago, artisans in the Empire of Benin decorated their royal palace in what's now southern Nigeria with exquisite bronze artwork. It was looted by British soldiers in the late 1800s and spread across Western museums. 
Now the Metropolitan Museum of Arts has its returning several bronzes donated by a mysterious collector in 1991, who neglected to mention much about their provenance. The Met worked with the Nigerian Ministry of Culture to make the decision. The plaques show two men of the Edo court, one old and wizened, the other young and fearless. Neto Ulibi, NPR News. El Salvador has become the first country to make the cryptocurrency Bitcoin legal tender. The move coming just days after the country's president raised that proposal means the digital currency can be used in any transaction that any business will have to accept Bitcoin, with the exception of those lacking the technology to do so. I'm Jack Spear, NPR News.